It is good to have people of God who hear from God. Amen. And I just want to thank God as well and welcome our pastor, Pastor, pastor Deza and um, well, they are Pastor Dezas. Amen. <laughs> Mama and, and, and Baba. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I don't want to waste too much of your time. Today we are not going to go the testimony way. Uh, if you have a testimony, we want order in the church. Hallelujah. If you want to testify, please, uh, before the, ch the service, you need to send a message to, to, to our leaders, to our pastor, that you want to testify. Amen. Uh, and God will give us um, something. You know, it, 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 it breakthroughs will happen in our lives. Amen. Testimonies bring breakthroughs. Hallelujah. In Jesus' holy mighty name. Amen. I'm just going to invite to the gospel platform uh, the men of God. Amen. Uh, I will greet uh, the, the, the people that I've, I've, I'm seeing for the first time a little later. Amen. But feel at church, uh, feel at home. Amen. And so I'm just going to invite to the gospel platform the men of God to, to talk to us today. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. Amen. I greet you this morning in the mighty, powerful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? If so, say amen. Come on, let me hear some excitement. Amen. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, today, I'm going to be uh, ministering from the book of Esther. Amen. Uh, Esther is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Uh, her story is always encouraging to me. Amen. Uh, I pray that Lord, the Lord will raise up Esther's even in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That the Lord will raise up women that will take their place in the kingdom of God. And men that will take their place. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank the Lord. going to read, um, I'm just going to read a little bit um, from verse, um, from verse uh, 9, actually let me retract a little bit from uh, chapter 1, hallelujah, and I'm going to read um, from verse 5, and when these days were completed, the king made a feast lasting seven days. Say seven days. For all the people who were present in Shushan, the citadel, from great to small in the court of the garden of the king's palace, there were white and blue linen curtains fastened with cords of fine linen and purple on silver rods and marble pillars, and the couches were of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of alabaster, uh, turquoise, and white and black marble. And they served drinks in golden vessels. So this pretty much was talking about uh, the vessels or the utensils that were being used. Amen. Uh, when we go on to uh, verse 9 of this chapter, you see it says, Queen Vashti, who was also who was the wife to the king, also made a feast for the, women, for the women in the royal palace, which belonged to the king Ahasuerus. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded uh, uh, Mehuman, uh, Bista, uh, Habona, Bigtha, Abatha, Zeta, and uh, Kaka's seven eunuchs who served in the presence of the king, uh, of King Ahasuerus, to bring Queen Vashti before the king, wearing her royal crown in order to show her beauty to the people. Hallelujah. Uh, in order to show her beauty to the people and the officials, for she was so beautiful to behold. Hallelujah. Say she was beautiful to behold. Hallelujah. She was beautiful to behold. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command uh, brought by his eunuchs. Therefore, the king was furious and his anger burned within him. Hallelujah. And the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for this was the king's manner towards all who knew the law and justice. Um, those closest to him being uh, Kashena, Sheta, Admata, the uh, Tashish, Merez, Masena, and, and Mema, Memakan, the seven princes of Persia and, Med, and Media, who had access to the king's presence and also who ranked highest in the kingdom. What shall we do to Queen Vashti according to the law? Because she did not obey the command of the law. Hallelujah. Uh, she did not obey the command of King Ahasuerus brought to her by her eunuchs. Amen. Let's pray. 
Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus for your word. We pray that, Lord, your word, may it accomplish everything that you desire for it to accomplish. May it not go back to you void. We pray in the name of Jesus for the anointing that makes preaching easy. I pray right now, Lord, even, Lord, for uh, eloquence to be able to articulate your word with precision this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So the story that we have just read uh, was about a king called Ahasuerus, who had a wife or a queen called Vashti. So the king had, uh, was, 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 was having a party, and he says, I bring my wife, uh, Queen Vashti, to show, come and present herself uh, to, the, to my guests and also to my top officials that I have with me. But the answer that comes back, is that King, uh, Queen Vashti has refused. Hallelujah. Queen Vashti has refused to come. Hallelujah. She had refused to go at the king's order. Hallelujah. And the king says, let us find what is written, right, concerning a person or concerning the conduct of the queen. You see, the Bible, as far as some might think that it's ancient, as far as some might think that it's archaic, as far as some that may think it's old-fashioned. But when you begin to read it, you begin to find out that there are instructions that are in the word concerning you, concerning whatever junction you are at in your life. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what stage you are in your life, but when you go to the word of the Lord, you see that even as the word or as the instructions and the law came, uh, and, and was presented to King Ahasuerus, there is also law, uh, there are also instructions that can be brought to the king concerning what manner of, of, of way the king ought to deal with you. Hallelujah. Uh, in this regards, we see that the law commanded, hallelujah, for Queen Vashti to be replaced. Hallelujah. Because Queen Vashti had disobeyed the commandment of the king. Hallelujah. The Lord says, look, I've set two ways before you. Choose one, choose the way that you will go. Either the way of a blessing or the way of a, of a curse. Hallelujah. But King Vashti has, Queen Vashti had chosen the way that she wanted to go. Hallelujah. But I want, I'm, I'm thankful because in her stead, when we read uh, chapter 2, it says, after this thing, chapter 2, verse 1, the wrath of the king, Ahasuerus, subsided, and he remembered Vashti, what she had done and what had been decreed against her. Then the king's servants who attended to him said, let beautiful young virgins be brought before the king, and let the king appoint, hallelujah, of officers in all the provinces of the kingdom, that they may gather all the beautiful uh, young women to Shushan, the citadel, into the women's quarters under the custody of her, of her guide, the king's eunuch. Hallelujah. So the king says, let us now search the land for a woman that will be appropriate for the king. So they said, let us bring all the beautiful women and let them come before the king. Hallelujah. So they start bringing all these beautiful women before uh, uh, they present, actually before the women could go before the king, they had to be presented to, to, to eunuchs that would prepare them. Hallelujah. This year, we said it is a year of breaking forth by the anointing. Now, if we are going to break forth by the anointing, there is one important ingredient to that. That important ingredient is called preparation. That important ingredient is called preparation. How prepared are you for your moment of promotion? How prepared are you for your moment of elevation? We hear that a guy was given time to spend with these young ladies in preparation or preparing them for when they would go and stand before the king. You don't just appear before the king, hallelujah, without having the appropriate training, without having been prepared to stand appropriately before the king, hallelujah, amen. So we hear verse 4, then let the young women, uh, let the young women who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This thing pleased the king and he did so. In Shushan, the citadel, there was a certain 
Jew whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jaya, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamite. Hallelujah. When we hear the, uh, the word of the Lord talking about Benjamite, we know that it was regarded as the least of tribes in Israel. Hallelujah. And we are being told of a man that comes from the least of the tribes, a man called Mordecai. Mordecai, who was a, he is a Jew. And Mordecai had a, uh, had a niece, hallelujah. When we continue to read, he had a niece whose, whose name was called Esther, hallelujah. And Mordecai, all these years, he had been training and preparing her niece who was sitting and dwelling under a house, hallelujah. Preparing her for this moment, hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, and um, uh, when, we, when we continue from verse, verse 6, says, Kish had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives who had been captured with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. Hallelujah. She was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So it was when the king's command and decree was heard, and when the young women were gathered at Shushan, the citadel, under the custody of a guy, that Esther also was taken um, to the king's palace in the care of, of a guy, the custodian of the women. Now the young woman pleased him, and she obtained his favor. So he readily gave beauty preparations to her. Hallelujah. Be besides her allowances. Then seven choice maid servants were provided for her from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maid servants to the best place in the house of the women. In the house of the women, Esther had not revealed her people or her family, but Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. And every day, Mordecai passed in front of the court of the women's quarters to learn of Esther's welfare. And what was happening to her? Each young woman's turn came to go into the king, into King Ahasuerus, after she had completed the 12 months of preparation. So it would take 12 months to be prepared to go and appear before the king. Now, as you go into the king, you will be given a choice that take whatsoever, right, that you want from the women's house. It might be riches, it might be wealth, it might be whatever you, you want to take. And, and go with it as you go to appear before the king. So in, in case the king would say, I don't want you as a wife, it means that everything that you would have brought, right, from the house of the women or whatever you would have come with, it would be yours, right? So all these women, as they were going to appear before the king, they would take all the riches they could carry and go and appear before the king. But they had a backup plan. If the king says no to me, I'm not going to be at a loss, right? So in other words, their hearts, right, were not just on the king, but their hearts were on the king and also on wealth. Are we together? But when Esther's turn comes to go and appear before the king, Esther would take nothing but goes by herself to the king because she had only one desire. She had only one purpose which was to please the king. On this journey that we are in, there are so many things that we can carry in this world. But the Lord is saying, what is your true desire? What is the true motive? On Friday, we were learning that the, the motive of ministry is the glory of God. Hallelujah. What is the motive for what you do? Hallelujah. Is it that God be glorified? Is it to capture the heart of the king? Hallelujah. When Esther goes, she says, I know I can take riches with me as I go to appear before the king. But my heart is not after wealth. I'm not after the blessing. The blessing is not important if I cannot get the heart of the blesser. Because I can run out of the blessing. But if I have the heart of one that blesses. I know miracles and wonders who follow me. The word of God says seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto me. Hallelujah. 
What do you seek this morning? When you came to the house of the Lord this morning, what was the intent of your heart? Was it let me go to the house of the Lord that I can capture the heart of the king? This morning as you were lifting up your hands in worship, what was the intent of your heart? Was it that Lord, as I lift up my hands to you, Lord, may you see me and remember me. Today, Lord, may you remember me. May you behold me and may I obtain in favor in your sight. Oh, Esther said, I don't care about wealth. I need favor from the king. If the king favors me, this wealth will be mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you desire most in your life? What do you seek most in your life? You see, Vashti had gotten used to being in the palace. The word of the Lord says, as the king was throwing a party, she was also throwing her on party. Hallelujah. That the heart of the king ceased to be the purpose of her existence. But we see here that these women were being brought and presented to the king. And when they have obtained favor with the king, the king would stretch out his scepter and say, you can, you have been favored. You have been chosen. Hallelujah. But they had forgotten what had gotten her to the place that she was. That it was the favor of the Lord. Hallelujah. That it was favor that had, that had brought her to the place where she was. That she had been able to please the king. Hallelujah. In this journey that we are in. Hallelujah. That we are walking in. The Lord is saying, do you desire me? What is the reason for your existence? Is it to please me? Hallelujah. Is it that you be honored through my life, that, that, that I be honored through your life? We see this, that it took 12 months of preparation. You don't just appear before the king. There was a protocol to how you'd appear before the, Lord, the, the, the king. It took 12 months of preparation. And the word of the Lord says, consecrate yourself. And tomorrow I'll do miracles amongst you. Yeah, tomorrow I'll do exploits amongst you. It takes preparation. It takes a time of being set apart where you say, I have one goal. Hallelujah. I intend to meet the king. Hallelujah. Therefore, I'm going to take time pruning whatever has to be pruned off my life. I'm going to take time getting rid of all the, 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 the smells that are unpleasant. You know, the process of preparation involved them being... Uh, placed in a room where may and incenses were being burnt. Hallelujah. So much until that they, be, they stopped smelling like they came smelling when they entered the palace. That when they would appear before the king, the king would hear a sweet smelling savor before he even sees who is coming. And the, 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 the king will be pleased before he knows who it is. But we are told 12 months of preparation. Hallelujah. Thus prepared each young woman to the uh, to, to went uh, young men, young thus prepared each young woman went to the king and she was given whatever she desired to take with her from the women's quarters to the king's palace. In the evening she went and in the morning she returned to the second house of the women to the custody of Shashgaz, the king's eunuch, who kept the, the concubine. She would not go into the king again unless the king delighted in her and called her by name. Now when the turn for Esther, the daughter of Abiel, the uncle of Mordecai, uh, the uncle of Mordecai who had taken a, as his daughter to go into the king, she requested nothing but what Hegai, the king's eunuch, the custodian of the women advised. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of the king, all in, of the, in the sight of all who saw her. So Esther was taken to the king. Uh, Esther was into, into his royal palace in the 10th month, which is the month of Tebet. And in the seventh year of his reign, the king loved Esther more than all the other women. And she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the other virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Then the king was made a great feast, the feast of Esther, for all his officials and his servants. And he proclaimed a holiday in the province and gave gifts according to the generosity of a king. So Esther comes and she finds favor. She had, he, she had taken heed to the instruction of, 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 uh, of, um, of her guy, 
who was the concubine of my sister. Hallelujah. Now, you see, that we are told that Haggai was a eunuch, right? Which meant that they had no desire for women. Uh, hallelujah. They had no desire for women. They were entrusted as stewards over the women that would become kings. Hallelujah. Which is now, if you are going to break forth, if you are going to come to your moment of favor and breaking through, it means you have to go through the hand of a eunuch. Hallelujah. Now, the eunuchs come in, in different forms. One of them comes as your pastor. Hallelujah. I am sent not as your owner, but I am sent to do service to prepare you for when you stand before the king. I am sent to prepare you that when you stand before the king, you stand adequately. Hallelujah. And that to obtain favor. So the key, hallelujah, I, I said I'm going to be talking about mentors in this season. Hallelujah. The key to your breaking forth, hallelujah, is because, hallelujah, you have heeded the voice of a guy. Hallelujah. I am sent this morning as a guy over your life. Hallelujah. You're obeying, hallelujah, as the Lord has sent me to prepare you, hallelujah, who determine whether you will find favor with the king or not. Hallelujah. Yeah, I am the mouthpiece that God has sent to speak to you. I have been sent to prepare you for when you appear before the king. Hallelujah. Whether you heed the voice of the Lord, hallelujah. Oh, whether you heed my voice or you do not heed it. Whether you say, you know what, I don't care. But what God has been sending me, he has been sending you me to prepare you. Hallelujah. He has been sending you, sending me to tell you, you know what, this does not smell good. Hallelujah. You've got to, to dwell in a place where there are sweet smelling incenses. Then when you appear before the king, before the king beholds your countenance, he is going to be pleased. He's going to smell you from afar and say, here comes one who is well prepared, who is after my own heart, who is ready for me. Hallelujah. For no flesh has any place in the presence of the king. No sin has any place in the presence of the king. That's why the Lord has sent me as a eunuch. Hallelujah. Whether you are blessed or you are not blessed, it doesn't have anything to my benefit. Hallelujah. But what I am doing, hallelujah, it, it is because I've been sent as a eunuch. My purpose is to please the one that sent me, is to prepare you well, is to train you well, and say you got to go on your knees. You got to pray. If you need to break forth, if you need favor from the king, you've got to be a person of prayer. Prayer has got to be a lifestyle. Worship has got to be your lifestyle. Worship represents instant you got to soak yourself in worship wherever you are. When you lift up your mouth, when you open your mouth, let adoration come forth from your mouth and say, Lord, I revere you. I reverence you. Father, I adore you. Father, I worship you. I live for you. You are my all in all. You are my everything. I am nothing without you. Apart from you, I can do nothing. Lord, I need you. I'd rather be a bad in your house than be a, tent, a king in the, in the tents of the wicked. Lord, my heart longs for you as the, as the deer panted for the water brooks. My soul longs for you. The living God, the true God, the everlasting God. I desire you. There is nothing that satisfies but only you. And my life then begins yes, to begin to smell like God would want it to smell. Sweet smelling in senses, a pleasing aroma unto the Lord, that when I approach, he stretches his scepter to me, and he says, you may approach, you are well prepared, you cannot enter in unless you are, you are a worshiper. The key to obtaining favor is worship. The word of the Lord says, and David is a man after God's own heart, hallelujah, because he was a worshiper. 
he knew how to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. You hear him saying in the, in, in, in the word of the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You hear him say, though a thousand may fall at my right hand. You hear him worshiping and exalting the Lord. Hallelujah. You hear him saying, oh my soul, why are you discouraged within me? Put your trust in the Lord, for you shall yet praise him. Yeah, put your trust in Jesus, for you will yet praise him. The key to entering in and obtaining favor with the king is worship. You've got to soak your life in worship. The things that you listen to. Hallelujah. Some say garbage in, garbage out. You are a, you are, you are, you are, you are a product of what you receive. Hallelujah. The amount of ministration that comes from this pulpit. Hallelujah. It is shaping your life. Hallelujah. It is shaping your life. The things you listen to, they are shaping your life. Hallelujah. They are shaping your life. Who speaks to you? Whose voice are you listening to? Hallelujah. We hear that Esther submitted herself to a guy. And everything that a guy instructed, Esther did. Some would say, oh, Pastor, you are being proud. You are saying to us, listen, to, we have to listen to you. Check the Bible. Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Hallelujah. As I imitate Christ, hallelujah. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. As I live for Christ. I, I encourage you to live for Christ as well. Hallelujah. Because we are living epistles. Hallelujah. I am a living testimony of the power of God. Hallelujah. I am a moving epistle. I am a moving Bible. Hallelujah. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Hallelujah. Because you see, the eunuch had been trained before he's given the responsibility. He spends time with the king. He knows what touches the king's heart. He knows, he knows the prerequisites. He knows the criteria. He knows the qualifications that the king, the, the king is looking for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know, hallelujah, what the Lord is wanting. Hallelujah. I know the reason why God would have us to have this ministry called Rise Fellowship. Hallelujah. It's because God is saying, when I come back, I'm coming for a bride that is ready. I'm coming for a bride that is pure. He's coming for a bride that is waiting. He's waiting. He's coming for a church that is looking expectantly and saying, Father, when will you return? When will you come back? He's coming for a bride that is pure. Hallelujah. He's coming for a bride that is pure. Hallelujah. Esther did all that she was commanded. She did all that she was commanded. Hallelujah. She listened or she sat under the hand of a mentor. Hallelujah. We are told that Esther had been an orphan. Her parents had died when she was young. But it didn't disqualify her. Sometimes we let our misfortunes in life be the thing that disqualify us. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you, most, when Esther, when, when her parents died, we are told that she was placed in the hands of Mordecai, her uncle. And Mordecai began to raise her up. Hallelujah. Mordecai was the one who hear that, oh, the king is looking for, 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 young, for, for young women. And he, he would give instruction and, and would say to Esther, go and present yourself. Do not be afraid. Go there and present yourself. Do not disclose your identity. Because Mordecai, hallelujah, was dwelling in the Lord in prayer. He is a symbol of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that is raising you up, preparing you for when you, be, when you stand before God to obtain favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Then we hear that Mordecai hears that there is a plot to kill King, King Ahasuerus. And Mordecai runs. Hallelujah. And he says to Esther, there is a plot to kill uh, King Ahasuerus. Go and alert the king. So Esther goes and he alerts the king. And it happens and, and, and when they investigate this, they found out that this plot was indeed true. Hallelujah. That Mordecai now had served the king. Esther had been used to serve the king. But this was all in preparation for something that is going to happen be, uh, ahead of us. Hallelujah. Esther's position or a place of favor with the king was just not for her own benefit. But it was that she would be a, a person that will serve a remnant. I, say the, I always say the greatest calling is when you stop living for yourself. Hallelujah. It's when you begin to live 
for the glory of God is when your life begins to minister hope and, 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 and life to others. Hallelujah. We hear that now a time came when a man uh, called Haman uh, said to King Ahasuerus, there is a certain people, uh, chapter 3, verse 8, scattered and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of your kingdom. Their laws are different from all other people, and they do not keep the king's laws. Therefore, it is not fitting for the king to let them remain. If it pleases the king, hallelujah, let a decree be written that they be destroyed, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who do the work to bring it into the king's treasury. So Haman says, there is a people in this kingdom whose laws are contrary to the law, to your laws, to the laws of this kingdom. And I am willing to pay out of pocket. When it comes to your destruction and your demise, the devil is willing to do that. The devil is not your friend. The devil is not your counterpart. Hallelujah. He has nothing. The word of the Lord says the thief comes to what? To kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's one thing he has desired to do. So he comes and he has a plot to kill and to annihilate all the Jews. Unbeknown to him. Hallelujah. Remember previously, we had been told that Mordecai had said to Esther, do not disclose your identity. Do not disclose where you come from. Hallelujah. So the king did not even know. Hallelujah. That his wife was a Jew. Hallelujah. He did not know. It was concealed. It was hidden. But someone, hallelujah, with the foresight had been able to see that this information was going to come to hand or to help at one time. Hallelujah. So he instructs Esther correctly. Hallelujah. Accurately. Hallelujah. The, 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 and Esther listened. She did not disclose her identity. Then Mordecai goes to Esther and says, there is a plot to annihilate all the Jews. Now, the reason for why you are where you are, right? That reason for your existence, the reason why you found favor with the king, that reason now is about to be tested, whether she would fulfill the reason why God had favored her. And, she say, and he says to Esther, you don't know whether you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Why are you existing on earth at such a time as this? Why are you here at such a time as this? Why are you at Rise Fellowship at such a time as this? What is the reason? Hallelujah. What is the reason for your existence? Do you know your purpose? Do you know the reason why God has set you apart? Why he has saved you? Why he gave his only begotten son to die for you? We hear now that Mordecai says to Esther, it's up to you now to rise up. Hallelujah. And go and stand before the king. And, 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 and pray for this nation. And, 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 and have the, the, the decree reversed. Hallelujah. And Mordecai, chapter uh, verse 13. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther. Uh, actually, let me go back a little bit. Uh, sorry, I'll read from verse 13. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther. Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows, hallelujah, whether you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. He's reiterating something in regards to to, to her predecessor, who was called Vashti. He says to Esther, hallelujah, the help, if you would not stand up, help will come from somewhere else because God will not neglect his people. Help will come from somewhere else. Vashti thought she was irreplaceable, hallelujah. But the same thing here, we find that Esther is, uh, Mordecai is echoing to Esther, hallelujah. There are many times that the Holy Spirit takes with you at work and says, Share the gospel with this person. And you are like, what? What would they say about me? You are worried about your reputation. I don't want them to know that I am a Christian. What would they think of me? But we find here, he's saying, whether you stand up for the kingdom or not, hallelujah, 
the gospel will be preached. Hallelujah. Whether you are the one that preaches it or not, hallelujah, God will find someone that will stand up in that stead and preach the gospel and minister the word of the Lord. So Esther heeds this warning, hallelujah. And she says, let's go on a fast. Let's fast for three days. And then I am going to go before the Lord. She had learned the art of preparation. That before you appear before the Lord, presenting requests, hallelujah, you have got to be prepared. You have got to set yourself apart. And then when you appear before the Lord, when you are well prepared, the Lord will stretch his scepter of favor towards you. And he will say you may approach because you are well prepared. Therefore, Esther says, let's call all the Jews to fasting. Let's seek the Lord. There are times you've got to say, you know what? I'm not going to do any more talking. I need to go on my knees and pray. I don't need to consult so and so, but I need to seek the face of the Lord, for I need favor. I need the favor from on high. When I have that favor, my fate will be, will be turned around. My destiny will be, will be molded. When I know that I've sought the Lord. Therefore, we find that Esther sets herself apart. She sets herself apart, and she begins to pray and fast. And after the fast, she says, I will appear before the king. Hallelujah. Then she goes and she appears before the king. And the king sees her in a distance. And she sees, and the word of God says, and the king was pleased. Hallelujah. It says, verse 5, chapter 5, verse 1. Now it happened on the third day that Esther put her royal robes and stood uh, in the inner court of the king's palace across from the king's house while the king sat on his royal throne in his royal house facing the entrance of the house. So it was when the king saw Queen Esther, hallelujah, standing in the court that she found favor in his sight. And the king held out to, es to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. And the king said to her, what do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? Hallelujah. It shall be given to you up to half of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Everything you need, up to half of the kingdom, Esther. Tell me what you need. Hallelujah. She had found favor with the king. Hallelujah. This year of 2017, it is your year of breaking forth. You will find favor with the king. The Lord is saying, what will you request? I will give you up to half of the kingdom. But only when, hallelujah, you sit under this, the, the instruction of your tutors. Hallelujah. When you sit in preparation, when you set yourself apart in prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Mordecai was a mentor to Esther. Hallelujah. A guy had been a mentor to Esther. Hallelujah. Preparing them, setting them apart. Hallelujah. The true test, hallelujah, of whether someone is your, 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 your spiritual father is your obedience, your ability to submit. Hallelujah. Your level of submission. We find that Esther submitted, submitted to the words and the instruction of Mordecai and to the instruction uh, that came forth uh, from, from Haggai. Hallelujah. He submitted. Hallelujah. I said I am the first eunuch. The second eunuch that God has placed in you. Hallelujah. Is the Holy Spirit. He is the greatest eunuch you can ever have. Hallelujah. Because he sits in the secret place of the almost high God. And he hears the secret conversation. The word of the Lord says, and there was a conversation that was happening in the heaven. And Isaiah says, and I heard, they were saying, who shall go for us? Hallelujah. Who will go for us? Who shall we send? Hallelujah. And he said, the, the Holy Spirit was speaking to God the Father and the Son. And they were conversating within themselves. This is the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. That even though he is one, he is three gods in one. They are conversating amongst themselves and they say, who shall we send? Who will go for us? Hallelujah. And, uh, and Isaiah said, and I said, Lord, send me. Hallelujah. God is looking for someone that will hear the voice of the Spirit. That's saying, who will go for us? Mordecai went to Esther and said to Esther, Esther. 
master who will go for us? Who shall we stand? Rise up now, for you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. This is the season for your preparation. This is the reason why you are being set apart for this moment, for this time, for this hour, hallelujah, to rise up and serve a nation, to rise up and serve a generation, hallelujah. Therefore, the king stretched out his scepter towards Esther, and Esther approached, and he touched the scepter, hallelujah. And when he touched the scepter, the king said, request what you may, hallelujah. Imagine if he had sought gold more than seeking the giver of the blessing. Hallelujah. But now look at what she's being promised. Half, more than half of the kingdom. I'll give you anything you want. More than half of the kingdom. How many times, hallelujah, we sacrifice our birthright, hallelujah, because, hallelujah, of things that are, mis that, that are just breadcrumbs. But yet we, we, we forsake the one that has the whole bread who says, I am the bread of life. Hallelujah. He who comes to me will not thirst or hunger anymore. He says, why do you buy that which is not bread? Hallelujah. Why do you buy that which is not bread? That which does not satisfy. Our heart and the intent of our heart has to be focused on the, on the blesser and not on the blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Haman, we are told that Haman, he is the one that had gone and petitioned the king to write a decree to destroy all the Jews. Unknown to you, when Esther goes before King Ahasuerus, he says, there is a people that seek, there is a man that is seeking to destroy me. Hallelujah. My, my, my. When you have the heart of the king, your battles become the king's battles. You don't war your wars anymore. You don't fight your fights anymore because you have the heart of the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then Esther says, call, call Haman. Let's prepare a feast, hallelujah, and bring Haman to the feast, hallelujah. When you have the heart of the king, hallelujah, he will prepare a table before you, even in the presence of your enemies, hallelujah. And Haman is, 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 is summoned and says, the king wants you to come, hallelujah, and have a feast. Come and sit at the table with the king and the queen. Haman comes, hallelujah, because he had been the one in authority running the affairs of the kingdom, hallelujah. And as they were sitting at the table, Esther says, there is a man in this kingdom that is seeking to harm the one that you love. Hallelujah. The one whom, on whom you have placed your crown. Hallelujah. Uh, there is a man in this kingdom. Hallelujah. And the king says, where is this man? Hallelujah. And he says, he's sitting right across you, my king. Hallelujah. Uh, let the books be opened. Even the one that had saved, that saved your life one time when they were plotting to kill you, his name is Mordecai, who is my uncle. Hallelujah. He is even trying to have him killed. And not only that, he wants to kill me, your queen. Hallelujah. The one that was different from Vashti, the one that had come before the king, prepared. Hallelujah. And we hear the word of the Lord saying, and he says, and, and, and Esther says, not only that, look outside, my king. There are gallows that have been set, that have been erected to hang, to hang Mordecai, to destroy your, the, my, my people. Hallelujah. The queen answered and said, if I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. For we have been sold, my people and I, uh, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. Had, had we been sold as male and female slaves, I would have held my tongue, although the enemy could have compensated for the king's loss. So King Ahasuerus answered and said to the Queen Esther, Who is he? Where is he? Hallelujah. Who would dare, hallelujah, presume in his heart to do such a thing? When you have favor with the king, the king would say, Who would dare, hallelujah, who would presume in his heart to harm you? To destroy you, who would dare, hallelujah. And Esther said, the adversary and the enemy is the wicked Haman. So Haman was terrified before the king and the queen, hallelujah. Then the king arose in his wrath from the banquet of wine and went into the palace garden. But Haman stood before Queen Esther, pleading for his life. For he saw the evil was determined against him by the king. When the king returned from the palace garden, you see, when... 
when the Lord begins to fight your enemies, hallelujah. Uh, the word of God says, when the Lord turned again our captivity, we were like those that dream, hallelujah. Uh, the things that we have been fighting, hallelujah. When the Lord begins to rise up at your defense, uh, hallelujah, he will, he, he, he will, the enemy will be totally, totally, he will set himself uh, at slap, hallelujah. We find him and after the king had just walked away, he said, let me go and just think about this. But he didn't know that it was a setup. I want to tell you what the enemy had been, what had been planning for you as a setup, hallelujah, or, or what you saw as a setback, the Lord has been planning it up as a setup for your breakthrough, as a setup for your promotion, hallelujah. We find that Haman went to, to kneel before King Queen Esther, and then the king returned, and he found uh, dear Haman touching the clothes of the, of the queen, hallelujah, and says, no, not only did you want to, in, to kill my wife, but you have gone further to insult me by laying your hands on my beloved, hallelujah, hallelujah. You have gone and you have laid your hands on my beloved, hallelujah. Then the king said, will he also assault the king whilst I am in the house, hallelujah. What manner of insult. You are the beloved of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord loves you. He gave his only begotten son for you. Hallelujah. He will not anything come, any harm come near to you. Hallelujah. He will not let the enemy destroy you. He will not let the enemy kill you. Hallelujah. But the Lord will rise up to your defense. Then the king said, uh, uh, when we continue to reading, he says, verse, uh, verse 9, now, Abona, one of the eunuchs said to the king, look. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that the gallows even were placed in a place where the king could see them. Even as he was feasting there with Esther, one of the king's servants says, Look, my king, there are gallows. Hallelujah. There is a trap, hallelujah, that the enemy that Haman has set, hallelujah, made for Mordecai, who spoke good on the king's behalf, is standing at the house of Haman. Hallelujah. Then the king said, Hang him on it. Hallelujah. Hang Haman on his own gallows. Hallelujah. When the, the enemy took Christ to the cross, he thought he was going to obliterate him. He thought he was going to kill him. Hallelujah. Not knowing the word of God says that the king of this world known, he would not have crucified the king of glory. He didn't know that he was setting his own trap. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Now, let me talk about this man called Haman a little bit. If you go back a little bit in the book of First Samuel, you will come to a place, hallelujah, where you hear the Lord giving Saul a commandment. And he says, I want you to go and destroy Agag and everything that he has, hallelujah. Then we find that when he goes there, the word of the Lord says he did not kill the fattened cattle. Neither did he kill the king, Agag, but he spared him. Now we are going to find out that now here we find a descendant, a descendant of Agag, the one that Saul had spared, is the one now that's rising up to destroy the Jews. What am I saying? I'm saying the things that you do not kill, when you are strong, they will rise up to destroy you in future. Hallelujah. The things that you do not obliterate at this age. Now, when I'm setting principles for myself, it's at that time when I'm praying and fasting. Because I know at that time, that's when I say to myself, Lord, I will not indulge in this. Lord, I'm getting into a covenant with you. At this time, do not do this. To walk rightly before you. Lord, I will not compromise. When my relationship with God is at its strongest, that's when I set principles, hallelujah. Because it's at that time, hallelujah, that you've got to set a standard that is loftier than the enemy. Hallelujah. Had so dealt with Haman uh, when he was dealing with Agag, he would not, would not be finding here uh, Haman rising up against the Jew, but he had missed a habit. He had missed something that later rose up to destroy him. Hallelujah. But today I've come to challenge you. The word of the Lord says, put off 
the sin that easily entangles and run the race looking at Jesus the author the perfecter of our faith that's the core that's the challenge to set principles for ourselves and say Lord I lift up a standard in my life a standard of prayer a standard of fellowship with you a standard of communion with you I lift up a standard that the enemy cannot easily breach hallelujah what standard have you set in your life this is the season in our year of breaking forth by the anointing for you to say Lord I will be obedient I will destroy everything that you say for me to destroy I'll get rid of everything that you want me to destroy lest it rises its head lest it rears its head against me in future to destroy me but Lord I thank you for strength for what the enemy had been planning the gallows that Haman had erected to hang Mordecai the king says go and hang Haman on those same gallows hallelujah I've come to tell you every weapon that is formed against you will not prevail because you are a child of God there is a reversing right now that is taking place yes to save your life to redeem your life whatever the enemy is meant to for your destruction it will not prevail hallelujah it will not prevail. Every horn of opposition that has stood against you, it will not triumph. Everything that has sought to scatter you, it will not flourish. I render it powerless. In the name of Jesus, we hang the devil on his own gallows. Hey, Lord, what the enemy meant for bad, turn it around for my good. Turn it around for good. Lord, you are intentional to bless me. What was meant to kill me, let it make, make me stronger. Let it be a testimony. What was meant to, 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 to bring the, uh, digression in my life. Let it bring acceleration in my life for your blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to finish off by reading from the book of Zechariah. Hallelujah. In this life, there are things that seek to keep your head down. I said the enemy... Is not your friend. The devil is not your counterpart. When he comes against your life, he comes, uh, he, he comes in an aggressive manner. He comes, uh, yes, like a flood. He comes trying to kill you, to obliterate you. He wants to leave no remembrance of you on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. But today, I say in the name of Jesus, whatever was meant to kill you, it will not kill you. Whatever was meant to destroy you, it will not destroy you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles real quick. I want to end off by reading Zechariah chapter 1, uh, verse 18. Uh, the, the, the topic of it says the vision of the horns. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and there were four horns. And I said to the angel who talked with me, what are these? So he answered me, these are the horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen and said to me, what are these coming to do? So he said, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could lift up his head. But the craftsmen are coming to terrify them and to cast out the horns of the nations that lifted up their horns against the land of Judah to scatter it. So Zechariah is shown a vision of four horns. And the Lord says, who? And he says, what are these? And he says, you do not know what these are. And he says, these are the horns that have sought to scatter Judah. Hallelujah. Judah and Israel, these are the people of the Lord. And he's saying they are horns that seek to scatter the children of the Lord. As the horns that rose up to destroy the Jews. Hallelujah. They are horns that are after our destruction. But I love the word of the Lord. He says, and I saw four craftsmen. And he says, who are these? And he says, these are the ones that have come to terrify. Hallelujah. Those that have raised their horns against Judah 
Hallelujah. When we are talking about Judah, we are talking about the people of the Lord. When we are talking about Jerusalem, we are talking about the city of God. When we are talking about Israel, we are talking about the church of God. Hallelujah. They are horns that come to scatter the house of the Lord. But the word of the Lord is saying, uh, to those four horns, I have discared, I've, I've, I've dispersed four craftsmen. That would terrify those horns. I don't know what has been scattering your life. I don't know what has been bringing destruction in your life. I don't know what has been bringing opposition in your life. But today the Lord is saying, I've dispersed four craftsmen that will scatter, that will terrify the horns of opposition. Hallelujah. That will terrify the horns of opposition. Let us stand up to our feet. Hallelujah. I don't know what has been planned against you. I don't know what ploy the enemy has against you. But today I say in the name of Jesus, you are rising up above it. Today I say you have favor with the king. And the Lord saying, surrender to me. And your barrels will become my barrels. He is Jehovah of war. He is the Lord of a mighty barrel. Hallelujah. Your barrels, he says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. Mordecai, hallelujah. Because of his faithfulness, he was rewarded. Hallelujah. Esther, because she had been obedient to the voice of the Spirit, she listened to the voice of the eunuch. The word of the Lord says, Obey God, and you will be, you will be, you will be, you, will be, you will be, and you'll be made prosperous. And listen, obey his prophets or accept his prophets, and you will be established. Hallelujah. Ah, this word has come forth to bring an establishment in your life, to bring forth and to speak prosperity in your life. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Mighty, mighty God. Hallelujah. We want to go before the Lord. Hallelujah. You obtain favor. Today I've come to say every weapon formed against you will not prevail. I've come to say the Lord will raise you up. Hallelujah. Uh, when you are obedient uh, to save a generation, to save a posterity, what the enemy meant for your destruction, uh, Joseph said, you meant it to kill me. But the Lord, but the Lord meant it and turned it around for good. Hallelujah. I don't know what you have been facing that has been meant to bring discouragement to you. But I've come to tell you the Lord will turn it around for your good. The Lord will turn it around for your elevation. The enemy will hang on his own gallows. Uh, the Lord will, will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. The Lord will deliver your soul. Hallelujah, your soul is delivered. You have escaped like a bird. You have escaped from the snare of the fowler. Oh, shatabaya kashandamaya. No arrow of the enemy, hallelujah, will hit you. For the Lord has strengthened your arm. The Lord has strengthened your hand for battle. The archers have sought to grieve you. But the Lord says, I will fight for you. I will fight for you. You are the apple of my eye. I am your rear guard. Hallelujah. Ah, you're rising up. Oh, your tamaka. Like the dawn in the morning will come up speedily. Your healing will spring forth quickly. Hallelujah. And I will be your rear guard. Hallelujah. That's the word of the Lord. In the word of the Lord from Isaiah 58, verse 8. Hallelujah. It is our year of breaking forth on every side. It is your year of favor. It is your year of favor. The scepter of righteousness is stretched towards you. The Lord is saying you may approach. You have favor with me. The Lord is saying ask me what I will do for you. What can I grant you? Because you desire my heart. Hallelujah. Let's go in prayer. Just begin to pray before the Lord. Ratabaya shanda mayama. Reke sete baba bayama. Rete kashata bayanda dama. Rika sinda bayata tayama. Roko soto munda baba baba. Resanda ya kashanda baba. Reke sende baba yatama. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty hand of deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty hand of salvation. We thank you, Lord, as we reverse. Hallelujah, every attack of the enemy. Lord, as I lift up the standard right now, the standard of prayer, 
the standard Lord of obedience in this house. Lord, I speak against every force of the enemy that's against our lives, that against this ministry. And we say in the name of Jesus, Lord, you are our God. You go before us to fight our battles, to make a way for us. You make a way for us where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. I don't know the hands that you have been facing in your life that have been seeking to kill you. I don't know the hands that you are facing in your life that have been seeking to obliterate you. But the Lord is saying, when you come into my presence, I will be your protection. He says, I will be your fortress. I am a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run unto me and they find their refuge. He is your refuge. He is your hiding place. You will find refuge under his wings. He says, they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Ah, his shadow is over you. 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 To protect you. To cover you. To cover you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank the Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. 